Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. It's day six of our EFM Morning Briefs. I'm Wendy Mitchell. It's actually our final episode for this year. Uh, The market is not over, though. I'm really thrilled for our last one. We're joined by Thomas Schultz, who is a veteran German trade journalist. He was the longtime editor of Blickpunkt Film, and he's about to announce his own new exciting media empire soon. We won't press him on those details yet. Stay tuned in the coming months. Thomas, what would you say the mood has been like for for what you've been seeing and the people you've been talking to? Well, it's been kind of a, I would say, relaxed Berlinale. I mean, not too much excitement going on. But I also have to say that this year's edition so far has been very much about for me, at least, about meeting people, talking to people. And I remember last year when we talked, I told you about the new financing funding system that uh, Claudia Roth was uh, trying to implement. I mean, everything has been about that for the German industry right now. There's like this new funding instrument that they're working on. And that's been a really big deal. And I mean, that's pretty much all the, the German industry has been talking about, aside from some of the really nice and great German films that have been playing or will be playing at Berlinale so far. The mood has been pretty much uh, subdued, I would say. Yeah, because I know that German film law, the draft of it, it's not law yet, um, but it came out just as Berlin was about to start. So it's kind of interesting timing for everybody to be buzzing about that. Do you think it's ultimately going to be a good thing for the German industry? Well, if they can push through with it, yes. But I mean, I would say it's still early days. I mean, it's very good for the producers, the exhibitors have been hesitant, as have the broadcasters. So, I mean, there's still a lot of uh, issues and wrinkles to be uh, worked out, I, I guess, and I would say. But, I mean, for the producers, it is really good. I mean, they, they are, they're working on a tax rebate system. The federal funding will be on one source. The FFA will control everything about it, which would make things a lot easier. They're talking about investition, about investments where the, the streamers and the broadcasters should pay a certain amount into the coffers. And I think that's the stumbling block right now because they don't like that. And I mean, there's issues to be had about it. Yeah, I think, you know, in in Denmark, for example, they tried with a big levy on the streamers and they just said, OK, we don't need to work with Denmark. So Denmark revised its ask. Yeah, exactly. But there's something like that already in place in, in France where it's working. But I think the French system is very different from the German system anyway. Yes, yes, of course it is. Um, Last year, I I remember you were great to tell us about some of the buzzy German titles either at the festival, in the market. And, you know, something like the Teacher's Lounge last year has really did phenomenally well internationally. What are you what are you buzzing about this year um, with the German presence in Berlin? Yes, I would say that two competition titles are both really, really special and 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 very good. I mean, there's consensus on the Andreas Dresen um, um, movie that played on on Saturday, which was really, really, really strong. Um, and two days ago was the new movie by Matthias Glasner, Sterben, Dying, which has, some people are um, 
are raving about it and some people really hate it because I think it's that kind of divisive work. I mean, it's a three-hour movie and it's, well, not for the feeble-minded, but I mean, that is actually my favorite movie of the festival so far. I think it's just stunning. Oh, great. I almost got a ticket and I was just thinking, can I handle a three-hour movie called Dying? I'm not sure I can. I need to be in the right mood for that. But maybe I'll check it out on your recommendation. Yes, but let me say, Wendy, it is also one of the funniest movies playing in Berlin. I mean, I think that's, that's the great thing about the movie. I mean, it really takes you to task because it is about dying in in every sense. It's a super, super duper personal movie for Matthias Glasner. I mean, on the poster, he says, Hans-Uwe Bauer is playing my father. I mean, tells you everything about the film. It is about his experience with his parents dying. Everything's very personal, but he finds a way. I mean, it is a tough movie to watch, but especially in the toughest place, it is incredibly funny. It's a pretty amazing movie. Okay, I'm going to check it out. I trust you. Um, I just had a, saw a few deals to mention since we recorded our last Morning Brief podcast. Fox and Hare Save the Forest, which is here in Generation, has now sold to more than 50 territories for Urban. Um, that's from the director of Oink, which I really thought was just an amazing film. Um, so that's good news for the festival. And then the Austrian film by Franz and Fiala. Um, it's in the competition. The Devil's Bath, I think it's about some murderous ladies in 1750. It's filmmakers of Goodnight Mommy. And that's done um, some pretty good deals for playtime already, even before it started screening here. I've got a ticket for that. I'm excited. I think Shudder picked up a bunch of territories and then some, yeah, quite a few deals on that. Have, have you? Are there any of the German films selling yet internationally or... We might need a few more days for that. Yes, I think so. Not much that I have heard of, not something along the lines of the Teacher's Lounge last year that was picked up by Sony Classics, I mean, which I think really very much made the difference for how it uh, is received in the United States right now. So I've, I've heard nothing like that from the German side, but as you said, I mean, it's there's still uh, a lot of things going. But from, from what I hear, I mean, the market has been pretty incredible. And in, especially concerning it's going to be Dennis's uh, last year this year. Yes. Hats off to Dennis and his team yes. for a, a great year. Um, and yeah, it feels really buzzy. I've talked to a lot of sellers that even if they haven't signed a lot of deals here, they said it's just been so much energy, lots of good meetings, and they expect... If they haven't signed it here, maybe they're going to sign it in a few weeks or, you know, maybe it's not the old days of like having to fax over a deal in the middle of the night. But yeah, it's going to lead to good deals. Any other sort of talking points that you, I mean, you've, you mentioned this German film law. Um, have you, any of the panels you're going to go back and, and and watch when you didn't have time to watch them here or any other sort of big talking points you're hearing? Well, one of the big, Talking points, of course, is kind of like, I mean, what everybody's talking about internationally, but it's also, I mean, something that is very real in Germany. It's like the, the bursting of the, the, the TV and streaming bubble. Last year, Sky did announce that they will not go further with any German uh, productions and just Shortly before Berlinale, Paramount Plus said the same thing. So uh, they pretty much took off 
uh, all the German product from their platform. And there was uh, one title that was announced and that will be playing actually in, I think, in Panorama later in the week. It's a four-part series. It's the first series that was uh, selected for Panorama. It's called Zeitverbrechen. It's pretty incredible, I have to say. That was supposed to be shown on Paramount Plus and they cancelled that. So I talked to the producer yesterday and he was just like between being over the moon that his films will be shown in Berlinale later in the week, but also, I mean, that his broadcasting deal had been cancelled. So, I mean, and that's something that German producers are talking about right now, that there will be much less product in the coming months and uh, coming years. Well, this is a reminder. I mean, it was like you said, it's, it's unusual for Panorama to be showing a series. And I think that's a really great sign. And maybe he's going to pick up another deal or yeah, more, yeah. I mean, many they're... more deals with that attention from Panorama. So good luck to that yes. team. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us once again. I think you've really given us not just the, the German outlook, but for other people. And we hope you'll Keep in touch with your new plans and enjoy the rest of the festival. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And hopefully I'll be back next year and uh, with the new outfit we're working on. We're going to be hopefully starting in April. Everybody keep an eye out for Thomas's new outfit. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. It's our final episode, but this market is not over. This festival has a, a lot of more films to show you. To mention today at the Documentation Center and Cafe Connect, there's the archival market, amazing footage libraries there you could talk to about your specific projects. There's two archive-related panels in Cafe Connect starting at 2 p.m. and then an archival filmmaking panel at 5 p.m. in the event hall at the Documentation Center. Looking at filmmakers who've used archive work, not just in documentary, but also in fiction. At the Cinemax, the Berlinale series market continues. Great screenings, and there's a comedy panel at 3 p.m. I think we all need a laugh right now, so go hear what's working in the comedy series landscape. On Wednesday, there are going to be Talent Lab presentations starting at 10 a.m. at the Documentation Center. It's EFM's Queer Wednesday at the Gropius Bow. There's a talk at 3 p.m., and then at 5 p.m., this sounds so fun, you have 30 filmmakers who have films ready for distribution who get two minutes each to pitch to programmers, distributors, and sales companies. That's at the Gropius Cinema. That sounds really fun. Also to mention uh, today, or maybe when you're flying home, download it to listen. There's a new EFM Industry Insights podcast. It is looking at Generation Alpha the changing role of children's content. This is a podcast episode that's been presented in collaboration with the Jotteborg Film Festival's Nostradamus Initiative. They're always really smart looking at the evolving landscape and the future. So with that, I think we'll just say thanks to the whole team who pulls these podcasts together. Thanks to all the amazing journalists I talked to for this series. Keep reading their publications because we know we'll be seeing a lot more deals for EFM and Berlinale titles announced in the coming days and weeks. I've had a lot of inspiring talks and listens here during the EFM. I hope you have too. Enjoy your final days in Berlin, everybody. Stay well until the next edition of EFM. Thanks for tuning in.